All right. We're live. Hey, Lena, how's it going? Hi, hi. Uh, doing good. Uh, very good. I came back from Europe a couple of days ago and still a little bit jet lagged, but I'm doing okay. I'm home. So home is Vegas? <laughs> yes, I've been living here for many years now. It's going to be six years in December, actually. Oh, wow. I had no idea. I guess yes. I assumed you're European. You were obviously yeah. wrong assumption. I, I lived in different countries throughout my life. And now currently Las Vegas is my home. I really like it here. A lot of people have wrong idea about Vegas. They think sure. it's just the party and, you know, the yeah. heat and something like terrible that it's <laughs> only only for a vacation. But no, actually, it's it's way more quiet than other places I lived in or visited. Right. Um, I feel very comfortable here. So, yeah, that's home. It's a small town, actually. So yeah. uh, I, I live in Northern California from the Bay Area, San mm -hmm. Jose, Sacramento. Um, but I've been to Vegas many times. Actually, my brother and his girlfriend are there right now. And I'm, I'm like supposed to be there like I should have or could have been mm -hmm. there. I didn't because I'm an introvert. I don't know. Maybe that's why, but <sighs> I should be there. Um, so that's that's interesting that you live there. So uh, so anyways, for those who, who don't know you or m know much about you, which includes myself, obviously, we connected on Introverts or Us on Instagram. Uh, you're known as Lena Scissorhands. Um, that's your artist name. And yeah. you are, and you are part of Infected Rain Band. You're the lead singer and, and, and writer, right? Can yeah, you tell correct. us, give us, give people who don't know anything about you a little background on yourself and music and band and just whatever yeah. you like to say? Uh, obviously, there's a lot to say, but in just a couple of words. Um, yes, I was born in a very small country of Eastern Europe uh, called Moldova. And it's a country that borders with Romania and Ukraine. So we used to be part of USSR. That's why we speak two languages, a very small country with a lot of uh, different nationalities. People uh, after the war uh, escaped to Moldova. In fact, my parents are not from Moldova. Um, my father is Armenian and my mom Polish and Greek. And that like that is like almost everybody in Moldova. So um, yeah, I lived in different countries throughout my life. But then eventually I came back and together with other two musicians, we formed the band Infected Rain. In fact, this year we are celebrating 13 years since our first show. And it's been a very tough journey because living in such a small country with no opportunities and relatively poor in general. So they don't give a big, big deal about artists at all. You know, it wasn't right. easy. We've been independent for 10 years, but currently we are signed with Napalm Records and we are about to release our fifth album. We toured half of a planet, I guess it's, it's safe to say. And the plans for next year are very big. So Yes, I'm very excited. I am very proud of my boys from the band and I am very excited and very proud of what it is to come. So what kind of what kind of genre of music do you guys what what's your niche in terms of like rock or it's, whatever it is? It's metal music for metal. sure. However, yeah. We do not belong to one genre only because we have such diverse songs. We use a lot of electronic pods and we we have a lot of melodics, um, 
songs and like heavier songs. We have fully electronic songs as well. And like some of them are just as heavy as, you know, like, I don't know, maybe death metal could be, you know. So it's very difficult to pinpoint which genre exactly we belong to. It's just metal, you know, for me. I don't like to be in a box. I want to be free as an artist and my boys think the same, which is really cool. That's awesome. Okay, so, I mean, that's intense. So when I came across you on Instagram as well, I saw I saw your Instagram page and I was like, wow, she's bright. She's got a lot of color on the page, your hair, your makeup, and then your tattoos. You're, you're very visually expressive and it, it really caught my attention. And then when I started listening to some of your music uh, as well, I was like, you guys are, you're out there. And, and the reason why that's interesting to me, that seems like I don't want to say typical, but that's not necessarily surprising for a band, a metal band. But I think the connection is like some some people think, especially people who message me and other introverts think like, how could someone be so uh, public and, and so expressive and, and get so much attention? I'm curious of doesn't have to be specifically about being an introvert but how how do you how do you feel when you're you're creating music performing music in such a yeah. way like absolutely and i was waiting for this question i was very excited to have an interview with you because i feel like it's i know and i understand that for many people it's um uh confusing definitely confusing when they see me and know me closer uh, as an artist, I mean, not as a person. They do think that I am a complete extrovert and I love the attention and I love uh, being out there exposed. So yes and no, I guess I have a balance of both depending in what niche I am uh, in. So when it comes to my music, I totally embraced this coming with the job. Right. So I, I used to be colorful and tattooed even before the band because I used to be hair and makeup artist. For many years, it was my uh, primary job that I had before the band and then with the band for a while. Um, so I, I was in the beauty industry. So for me, it was just part of um, me being creative and the first thing you create on is yourself. So it's just, I, I grew up in a very poor family and I never had the chance to go to, I don't know, um, paint classes or music classes or anything else that I could express myself in. Right. And only when I realized what I want to do, you know, I thought I'm going to be a hair and makeup artist forever. I never been a musician before this band. It's just things just, turn around this way and it just happened you know and um so before that you would know me more like a more shy girl but that doesn't mean that in if i have a, the group of people that i trust if i'm in uh with my loved ones that includes family and friends and whoever i know for a longer time right. i'm more open i'm right. i'm more free more open but I don't like crowds. I don't necessarily prefer new people. Mm -hmm. uh, I only do it 
with big pleasure when I am on tour. So it's part of my job. I embraced it. And for me, it's easier. So mentally, I had that switch turned off. And when I'm on tour, I go and I, you know, sign things for people that I never seen before. You know, very often it's actually scary. I did have panic attacks a couple of times right. because of that. Um, however, um, my crew members already know and they try to keep an eye on me because sometimes at metal shows, you know, people have that extra drink and they don't control themselves. They come too close. There's no personal space. And sometimes it's, especially for a person that suffers from for a little bit anxiety, you can get overwhelmed. So I, I work on that and I know they don't do it with um, bad, um, you know, intentions. And so that calms me down. However, I did have, you know, uncomfortable situations for sure. And I know they will always be there, right. you know, but again, it comes with my job. So I know that doesn't mean that I'm faking it. I'm loving it. I, I don't agree. want people to, yeah. yes, I don't want people to me, mistake these two things because right. I'm not wearing a mask on right. stage. Right. I'm actually the, the most raw and the most me and the most true me that you can get on stage because I decided so in the very beginning of my career and I decided if people don't like me the way I am, it's fine. They can listen to a different band. So I cry on stage. I, I laugh on stage. I am me. So it's just the stage and the music is my therapy. And that's why it was so yeah. easy for me to switch that turn, to turn that switch off. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yeah. and be, more open and more public when it comes to my music. But everything else, I am, yeah, I, I don't really like people. And I know that's <laughs> not a good thing to say, but I am, I mean, I am a polite person and, you know, all that. But the majority of the world is very negative and very uh, depressed, um, some with good reasons, some for no reason. And it's just too much. I'm a very sensitive person and I, I can feel right. that. So right. that also is a good reason for me not to be around you. You have to protect your energy, right? <laughs> correct, correct. You really have to protect your energy. You know, some, something... Many, absolutely. Yeah, what? Oh, go ahead. I was saying not many people even agree and understand my lifestyle. So uh, whenever I'm with newer people, I feel like I have to like explain myself, right. which is really not something like I love doing because it's my life. I'm an adult and I should yeah. be able to do whatever I want. You know, you see, you said something really, you said several things, several, very interesting to me because I feel exactly the same way. And like you, I feel like I have to explain myself or defend myself a lot. And that's something that I've noticed because of the introverts RS page and all of the comments and messages I get. I feel like I, I've, I get such awesome insight into a broad audience of introverts. And what you said, it seems to be very common. Yes, One it's not just white, black or white. Nobody right. is just an introvert and that's it. I mean, maybe 1% of uh, the globe uh, population, you know, it's yeah. always there. There are different shades between these yeah. two definitions. Yeah. I mean, well, what they say is, 
like psychologists or whatever, they say no one is is completely introverted, no one's completely extroverted, or you'd be insane. Absolutely, um, it's a, it's a absolutely. Spectrum, and it changes based on your comfort level with the people you're with. It changes on your comfort level of the environment you're in, and it changes based on your current emotional state as well. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I can totally agree with that. You know, I've been through rough moments in my life in in the past and recent and i totally understand that it's also a state of mind it's not always who you are it's who you mm -hmm. are at the moment yeah so but again just absolutely because of my music and my art i'm able to fight this and to be a same yeah. person yeah. that's <laughs> why you know a lot of people are like no you're not an introvert i don't consider myself an introvert mm -hmm. but also i'm definitely not an extrovert yeah, you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. You want to put a definition, find the definition. It's up to you, you know, yeah. but however, I have the quality of both for sure. Yeah. And again, it's so circumstantial. It's environmental. Uh, absolutely. But one thing you said that resonates with me is like you said, like, I'm not wearing a mask. And that's something that kind of upsets me sometimes, believe it or not. I, I don't know if you see sometimes I put the, the, the messages I get up is people attack yeah. me. Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And they try to accuse me of not being an introvert because I post self, uh, promoting things like mm -hmm. you. I, you know, I have, I do, I do marketing business. I have many pages, big pages that I run. I have a business side, mm -hmm. um, and I have hobbies and, and if I promote any myself or, or, or whatnot, then people, of course, it's a vocal minority. I'm sure they accuse me of not being introverted. And to me, sometimes it does definitely upsets, upsets me, but really what it, what it is actually to me is a lack of education. And Correct. it goes back to what That's we just said. It. People do not understand actually mm -hmm. what an introvert is or introversion in, in, in a psychological realm. So what happens is, is people, they revert to stereotypes of Correct. what they think an introvert has to be or should be. And that is some sort of rigid definition that you can't change. That is the same in so many things. I've been accused to not, not being metal enough. I've been accused not being, I don't know, um, young enough to for, to be in, in this, this industry. I've been accused of so many things, especially in the beginning of the career. There were people that were hating the way I screamed. There were people that were hating the way I sing. There were people that were constantly saying in the beginning of our career that, oh, of course, another band with a uh, girl vocalist, uh, you, you, that's a good market, uh, like marketing move. You know what I mean? Uh, in the beginning, I won't be lying, I was way younger. That's 13 yeah. years ago, you know, when we started. In the beginning, that did affect me. I was thinking about it a lot. I had to like, I never reacted or responded to these people. Right. But after, it took me a couple of years to also switch off this, specific um, world of negativity because they are always going to be there. Yeah. You know, there are people that all the time uh, accuse me for whenever I get a new tattoo, you know, I, yeah, I understand. I get covered more and more and more, but that's not your business, not your body. Yeah. Why would you yeah. think that I would listen to you? I don't even know you, you know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah. other things, there, there are so many yeah. things, you know? And they are constant. I'm only sharing this with you to say that's normal. 
Yeah, it's, it's comes with a job as well. Yeah, and well, you know, I you know, I get it too. Like we both lost media followings, and that invites haters as well for whatever reason because you bring in such a wide variety of people and they're not all your fans yeah. um and some people for whatever reason follow you to not be your fan it's weird but anyways one thing i, I one thing that you mentioned that actually i'm really curious about and I, I and i think that introverts out there would really benefit from it is you said okay you know i understood i had to flip a switch i gotta i gotta i gotta be public i'm in a band i'm performing this that mm -hmm. and the other got it but how did you do that though initially in the beginning when you don't have experience maybe yeah. you don't have the confidence how do you get started because that's what a lot of people ask me to for advice yeah. on the successes i've had in my life well, how did you do this as an introvert how did you get work. started yeah it's it, it's it was work for sure um a lot of work and in the beginning I was trying to just imagine the bands I like in my head. And I was uh, seeing a lot of bands live performing because I love this type of music since I was 13. So I, I went to shows and I've seen other bands. And in my head, I was just imagining all these bands that I like in different genres because I don't just listen to metal, you know? And I was just imagining them uh, and what they do, how they move. And I was trying to uh, just look up to them never copy them or be like them but like you know it's like when you read a book and you like okay this and this and this i don't agree with but this and this and this i noted you know so certain things i was like little notes in my head so i think in the beginning that's what i was doing but i definitely didn't have a lot of contact with people as much as i do now like it the the, the actual contact with people was what i needed to work the most right. being on stage right away felt comfortable because i was getting into emotion uh, and the emotion and i was getting into the music and it just takes me somewhere music is yeah. is just the best like vehicle for emotion seriously like, like therapy absolutely and right? especially yeah. if you are performing that music and you're writing uh -huh. it and and the things you write about they are about your past you know and stuff like mm -hmm. that so initially it was all about music 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 and it helped me escape as a very often you see pictures older pictures of me on stage i all the time have my eyes closed almost uh, and it's funny and now right now it makes me laugh because right now i actually i'm looking for the eyes i'm trying to see and pinpoint and i find that one person or a couple of people and i lock with them and it's incredible it's 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 so intimate it's wow. very addicting yeah, yeah it's, it's a very Im important part of this job for sure that i'm missing right. a lot because of the pandemic we're yeah. in but um yeah that's that's the only thing that i had to work on is like getting in contact with people more you know uh, but again as i say um there are a couple of fans that became good good friends of ours of the band like really good friends that we like trust with many things and i'm comfortable with that you know the only thing is like with big strangers like for me it's like still you know still I'm, i don't feel a hundred percent comfortable i so do you have like when you're when you're in an uncomfortable position like that whether it's fans approaching you or a crowded space 
Um, what are some ways that you can use, you, you stay calm, um, yeah. how you get through it, or do you just find a way to get out of it? Well, how do you deal depends. with it? Yeah, it depends what the, how severe the situation is. So if I am already in that situation and I didn't avoid it before, which I try to, um, <laughs> yeah, if I'm already in the situation, then I definitely focus on breathing very much. And then I can um easily focus on one person like if one of the people around me is closer to me or um you know we know each other longer or it's not mm -hmm. the first time i see this person mm -hmm. i just focus on that person and i just mm -hmm. try to have mm -hmm. this you know how is you call this thing that you put on horses uh, oh uh uh blinders yeah correct. it's almost like a tunnel vision and i only see mm -hmm. that ignoring whatever is mm -hmm. around me you know yeah. Same with shows. Like sometimes we, even with my boys, we we like to see some bands we play with, and yeah, I always ask someone to come with me, and I try to focus on the stage and not see all these strangers around me. That any anybody can recognize me and come come over, and that's you never know what you're gonna get. You can get a very drunk person that is trying to pick you up in his arms. Yeah. Or you can get a polite person that will just say, hey, I love your music. You never know. Right. You know, and. That creates some anxiety, doesn't? Because yes, you don't absolutely. know what to expect. So yes. you're maybe always a little guarded with interactions yes. more yes. than the in average fact, person. In fact, I never. Uh, so I like to drink sometimes. Um, I um, don't do any drugs, never did. But I do like. A little bit yeah i do <laughs> i do like a glass of wine or something but i never never drink almost on tour unless it's a day off and we don't go anywhere like to relax with yeah. my band just because i don't want to lose that focus mm -hmm. you know yeah. yeah you need to be very conscious of people and things going on absolutely yeah. i totally agree with that you know something's interesting now that i'm thinking about music is I love music too. For me, music is super therapeutic. It's very, very emotional for me. Um, but I don't want to say because I'm an introvert. Obviously, I think probably some of it is a level of like social anxiety. I never go to music, uh, mm -hmm. like festivals, concerts, which is crazy because I love music. I just don't like being in crowds. Yeah, I don't like... I don't. I understand. It's too it just much so happens. Sensory uh, overload, yeah. right? Even so, theater, even like for example, like something where you sit it and there's like still a lot of people, but like they are spread out. Even that for you yeah. is difficult. Well, I don't. I don't. I can't necessarily say it's difficult because I don't do it. So I, it's hard to okay. know. Okay, you I don't, don't do even go. I don't even. So that's a problem. That's a mental block. Yeah. But it's. I don't know, like, you know, like I have a lot of friends, like I'm into electronic music too. I'm a little bit older now. I don't, I don't really want to go to electronic festivals, but when I was a little bit younger, like all my friends would go and I would never go. So I felt left out too, because yeah. I didn't want, even with my friends, even if there was alcohol, maybe, I don't know. I just was nervous to be in yeah. such a crowded sensory, loud, bright environments is so, hard. So for me, when it comes to, uh, again, when it comes to the metal, scene especially because of the love of it and because that's what i do it's easier mm. um i still try to avoid crowded like 
places a, a little bit. Um, but unless I'm with someone I trust, for example, I used to go to Disneyland, which is the most crowded thing you can ever go. But the majority of it is outside, so you yeah. breathe. Yeah. The, and the second, I would never go alone. So I would always go with somebody I trust that if I have a slight panic attack or whatever, yeah. we would find the escape, right? Um, I won't be lying to you. My social anxiety um, and in general, like um, panic attacks, they they evolved way more since 2019 and because of cert a certain event in my life mm -hmm. before the, it was uh, mild. And because of this certain event in my life, it was very difficult. I was, I couldn't be around people like, and it was really hard for me and hard even as a girl to be approached by a man. It right. was, it was crazy. Right. It's something that people don't even realize, you know, yeah. but it, it was difficult. I had, I had a panic attack on tour, two of them, uh, you know, that year. Um, and the pe people that never experienced that, they think you're faking, but they forget one thing. And all of you that are watching, please remember, people that are constantly smiling are faking, not people that talk about their depression or talk about their um, anxiety. People mm -hmm. that are constantly smiling, they are wearing a mask, I'm telling you. This is, I read books of psychiatry, I had therapy with, a couple of psychiatrists and yeah. this is the most accurate conclusion of the world we live in i can i can give you right now yeah you know People cope um, with things differently right so absolutely someone like maybe me maybe you i don't know i'll be more reclusive i stay home or i have resting bitch face and i always look angry but some other people deal with whatever's going on with their life by getting energy from others, maybe like extroverts. So smiling and, 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 and action is how they cope with it. So maybe some are, maybe some are faking or some are just, that's how they express that is. Yeah, no, I'm not saying all of them, but right, just, no. you know, everybody probably has that person in their life, either a friend of a friend or your own friend, or maybe a family member that is constantly nonstop. You never seen them down. Hmm. That's impossible because we are not machines. Yeah. And that is just a state of mind that they love to uh, show you or show people around just so nobody can really get in their head because the majority of people that suffer from mental illness they don't want to talk about it they don't want to share about it and they don't want they are afraid to ask for help which is not the right move not the right move find that find that one person that will help you out i've been there and i'm not proud of the thoughts i had in my head i'm not proud of certain actions i even did had actions that i did <laughs> things that i've done things the that things I've done. that i've done or yeah. the things that i've thought about right i'm not proud of them but mm -hmm. it took the right people around me and the right literature to read write books and also my dog my dog was around me which was amazing and what kind of dog is it it's a mini schnauzer she's two years and a half 
I'm looking on your Instagram right now. Is it yeah. on Instagram anywhere? Of course. Oh, where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. I have to show Her name everyone. is Luna. Yes. I have to share of course. I love dogs. I need In a dog. Fact, she, I need a therapy dog. She is actually a service dog, a certified service dog. Perfect. And for all the people that are hating on me right now. No one's hating on you right now. Uh, she <laughs> has one year of service dog school and she flies with me. She will be on tour with me. She goes with me everywhere. I cannot live without this creature. That's a cute dog for sure. What's wait, what's her name? Luna. Luna. Oh, okay. Like moon. Yeah. Got it. Amazing. Oh man, I need a dog. See, here's the thing. Like, I feel like for me, like dogs are therapy for me too. And being an introvert, I'm I'm single too. Like, I don't have anyone home. I live alone and stuff like that. I wish I had some sort of companion like that uh as well. But I, I it's such a uh, responsibility, right? Having a having a yeah. dog, like how do it's you manage like that? having a baby for sure? Yeah, right. So, like, how do you do that and like tour and stuff? That's um, the fact is that when when I got her, um, I wasn't alone, and it was a couple decision. Okay, but uh, it only lasted, you know, like a couple of months. So, uh, I mean, no, the, the relationship was way longer, but she was in our life only for a couple of months and then the relationship wasn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. So I had to figure it out. And in the beginning, you know, when, you know, things were okay, I was just, um, I had a, the, the best babysitter, a friend that has yeah. two kids, two kids that absolutely love her and sh they were looking after her. But no, after she became a service dog, she's constantly with me and she will be all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, she's, um, she's traveling with me and everything. But I gotta say another thing, being, um, being an introvert or uh, some shade of an introvert, mm -hmm. and especially if you live alone as well, that gives you a lot to work on yourself so if that's the case which is my case um again not with the introvert part because i don't want to call myself anything um but it gives us so much time to work on yourself and do things for yourself so like do the things that you love for example i absolutely love nature and it's been with me since i was a kid and i i've been eating vegan for five years i am all about the environment since way before it became cool mm -hmm. and um yeah so for example going hiking you meet a couple of people only you know that's mm -hmm. a that's a thing that you could do and then like you you have time to read the books that you want without you know being constantly interrupted with whoever lives with you family member right. or your partner right. you know or you can do things that would never be possible with a partner with you like for example right now today i am on my sixth day of water fasting no food no food six days and i'm planning to do a couple more and that's not the first time i'm doing this but if i had a partner living with me there's no way no. i would be able to do that for many reasons it's a company <laughs> it's a it's a couple thing to eat yeah. together you know mm -hmm. that go out and stuff well, they would like be that. tempting you by maybe eating in front of you uh you know like honestly in fact today i will go see my friends my super close friends that i didn't see for 
a month because I was gone. And um, they are going to be eating, but food mm. doesn't bother me after a couple really? of days. Only the cup, the first three days, you still get that like water in your mouth when you yeah. see food or smell food, especially. Mm. But after no, it's it's a mental thing. It's right. a habit that we have. Yeah. And and when you fast, you have to do it only when you decide it. When you are happy, and the reason for your fasting is purely to clean your mind and clean your body and just take care of yourself and i tried to do it once a year i did it last year actually last year i did it twice because it was um still experimental for me so first time i did only three days and the second time i did seven days um but in the same year but normally i try to do a good cleaning of the whole body and mind once a year what kind you of know. what kind of benefits do you feel and see in your body and your mind when you do that? So while fasting, you don't see many benefits right away because you're fasting. You don't have as much energy. You're okay. a little bit slower right. um, than before. You're still functioning perfectly. You know, people can mm -hmm. live without food as long as they have water for months. You know, there are specific clinics uh, and medical facilities that actually support and help you fasting especially if you have any kind of diseases and they are there for you to like actually take care of you mm -hmm. um but you see the benefits after after that you see all how your how clean your skin is how bright your eyes are how much energy you have it's just you are so much happier while you're fasting although your movements and maybe your speech is a little bit slower but your brain it's just as fast i have so many ideas it's incredible i have to write them down i am aware of everything around me i yep. hear and see like it's almost like everything is sharper yeah, I've heard that too, actually, from I watch other podcasts and stuff where they've brought on people who talk about the benefits of different kinds of fasting. And I yeah, heard there are thing, very different ones. Yes. I've heard that, yeah, some people experience um, a mental sharpness, a mental acuity, or a a heightened, heightened uh, senses. The yeah. senses are heightened because the body is in a stressful environment in a way because it's fasting it's stressed. actually it's, it's only it's only stressed for the first three days because your digestive system still has to understand that there's no food going going right. to be there to work mm -hmm. as long after three days is when your whole organs in a way shut down when it comes to food and the the new cells are born only after three um you know full days new cells are born and you can feel it it's incredible how difficult the first two or three days are and then fourth fifth sixth are the easier and easier you know yeah. i never did more than seven days but we'll see tomorrow is my seventh day i will maybe try to do nine we'll see i don't put goals mm. that's the beauty of it it's it has to it's not a burden it, it, it don't set a goal yeah. when you fast if it's three days awesome good for you yeah. five days amazing you know right. it is what it is i'm only bringing that up because they're you know and yeah try to say that out loud to to somebody else and you get shit on you know yeah. on you because 
they right away say, you're going to get sick. You're going to die. Oh, my God, you're getting so skinny. I'm only losing yeah. what I'm not eating, yeah. and I'm going to put that back. I'm going to be normal yeah. just like I was. Yeah. You know, nothing, yeah. not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Honestly, in this six days, I only lost, uh, I want to say six or seven pounds. That's not a lot considering that I didn't eat for six days. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I try to do sometimes is just fast, in, at least in the morning or something. I've done like some 12-hour ones and stuff yeah, like that. And, and, and yeah, intermittent fasting, stuff like that. It seems that there seems to be some benefits of that as well. Yes, absolutely. They're, they're all different. There are so many different ways of fasting. You can just find the one that you're comfortable with or that mm -hmm. works well with your schedule. Absolutely. You know, I even I, on, a, on a third day of fasting, I was in the gym. Easy. Like, I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like being um, as strong as before. Sure. So like, you know, I used lighter weights, but I, mm -hmm. I still was there for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, on my fifth day yesterday, I got tattooed. You know, my tattoo artist was like, you're crazy. <laughs> he didn't do a big session. Granted, it was only three hours, but still, you know, it's like, all your senses are all more intense. So it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, definitely. I, I saw, I forget the name, but there was um, one of these kind of um, professional uh, researchers or whatever who, who did some stuff on uh, fasting on another podcast I was watching. And I think they said there, there, there's, I don't, I hope this is true, but he said that there's a lot of evidence that people throughout their life who eat less, so whether it's fasting or not necessarily, but just eat less, consume less, not for weight control necessarily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but portion wise, yeah, portion wise, they tend to live longer yes. and have less yeah. diseases, even if they were eating healthy stuff, because I forget the exact reasons, but basically, basically, I guess I understand that, that like just the, the act of eating is sort of traumatic yes. for because the body the food and the food industry is so big it's such a business advertising about food are everywhere you go in every grocery store especially here in america you have restaurants inside so mm -hmm. like you get temp you ha get these temptations everywhere and people human beings are uh known for being very weak for the temptations you know but we all have our own addictions i know mine Mm -hmm. And when you know your addictions, you know how to work on them. I will be honest with you. I absolutely love food. I love cooking. I love the process of cooking. But I only eat twice a day. Yes, my portions are not super small, but I only eat twice a day. You will never see me snacking a lot. You will never see me, you know, eating before going to bed. So as long as you find something comfortable like this, you can still have a bigger plate of meat, you know, the meal can be bigger. Uh, as long as there's some greens in there, something that will digest faster than a big piece of steak. You know what I mean? Or so that, that's just the examples. And absolutely, I totally agree that people that don't constantly eat and people that are not overweight, they do live longer, they have less diseases and they have more energy they just have more energy you yeah. know um before i was vegan uh, i i had i was just eating normally like everybody um and 
I still had a lot of energy and everything. I looked the same. I didn't gain or lose weight at all since I'm probably 15. So like pretty much around the same weight. However, I used to get sick a little bit more often, like just a cold or like a, a, a belly, mm -hmm. you know, ache or just uh, mm -hmm. some infection or something. After I became vegan, after a year, my whole body in a way is, is stronger. And very rare, very rare, I will be down, you know, and, and have fever or something. And if I do, it's normally very quick. It's like a day or two. Like if normal people need a week or two to deal with a cold, I need maximum three. Do you think maybe that's because you're eating more nutrients than a maybe an average other kind of omnivore diet that you're focusing more on nutritious foods potentially absolutely i am not just a simple vegan i do eat try to eat organic i avoid sugars i avoid a lot there are many things that i avoid not fully clean but i avoid gluten you know uh, sugar white salt white rice yeast um again as i said not fully without it but so mm -hmm. rare starch as well those things also, if you eat them every day, you know, yeah. they are not good for you. And that's, that's the whole thing. I adore and absolutely love fruits and vegetables since I was a kid. I always did. They, uh, Moldova What's is- What's your favorite fruit? It's very difficult to, to, uh. to choose one because I love them all, but I think I will go with pineapple. Oh, I, that's my favorite fruit. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I love pineapple. Yeah, it's, I can it's just... Perfect. Oh. So Moldova, you know, Moldova is, uh, used to be known for its uh, soil. We have very rich soil. And in fact, even during U USSR, they used to import from Moldova a lot of fruits and vegetables. Uh, that's why we have great wine. And mm. whenever growing up in that country, taught me how awesome the fruits and vegetables are and I always love them moving here to America I will be honest I had to uh, little by little switch to organic fruits and vegetables because I saw the difference sometimes from eating a you know a bowl of cherries that are not organic I would get belly ache like almost like I swallowed knives and then if you eat them organic, you don't feel that way. Yes, organic fruit will get bad faster, but doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. No you know what I mean? Things. Correct. Yeah. Right. So as long as you try to avoid, I try to support farmers markets and stuff like that because I grew up like that. You know, sure. I had to learn it here. This is a different yeah. country with different, you know, um, habits and cultural maybe right. i don't know we're we're very processed here in terms of foods and things like that you know one thing i wanted to bring up too that's very interesting i want to do more research on this i'm curious if you've heard about it but there is very very solid and interesting fascinating science out now about i forget exactly what it's called but i think it's called like the brain gut axis and they have a lot of evidence now that that they, some doctors are kind of hypothesizing that the gut stomach and intestines are considered the second brain of yes. the body that it there's is connected. Such, that there's yeah it not only is it connected but there's even some evidence i believe that 
that the nerves and the hormones from the gut actually influence the brain, not the brain just influencing the gut, but what you eat and how that's digested can actually uh, affect your emotions, your hormones, and then your mental health. Everything, everything. So there is a saying, and I believe in English, it's uh, in a healthy body, healthy mind. Yeah. That's why. Because if you put a lot of junk in your body, your Mm -hmm. organs and your gut and all everything inside of you, your blood, your immune system, everything will not be fine. And those, that information goes to your brain. And that's why you're not in the mood. You're not horny. You're not uh, funny. You're not, uh, I don't know, you, you sleep too much or you don't sleep enough. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, balance. And yeah, the majority of people like that are very angry too, because Mm. I mean, you're in pain and constant and they try to, and they try to kill it with pills instead of trying to clean their diet. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That's the irony of the world we live in. Yeah. It's tough. Um, even when you know this knowledge, like I do, I'm not, I'm, I'm still not great with my diet. I don't, I don't eat like a whole bunch of fast food or anything like that, but I'm not like great. I don't eat as much fruits and vegetables as I should and stuff like that, even though I know it's hard. And I think a lot of it is access to healthy food, of course, is well-known sort of issue in the U S that's, that's just one excuse though. You can, you can find it yeah, if you look yeah. for it. So I, I can't just blame access. But also just the way we grow up here, you know, um, you, you know, you spoke about things, how we're advertised, advertised yeah. to. And if you grow, you know, I grew up with parents, you know, we, we didn't grow up with much money either. So we had, you know, cheaper, more processed foods because that's really all we could afford and, and things like that. So then you develop habits as Absolutely, a child. Absolutely, I understand and, that. And then you're an adult and you're just still doing the same shit. Yeah, canned so food. Yeah, yeah. All that absolutely, and I understand that, and that's the the I think the 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 fact that I switched to a vegan diet so easily it was because of how I grew up, because in my country, if you're poor, that's all you're eating fruits and vegetables. I mean, we had meat so rare. Right. You know, my mom is a nurse. She had three children. She was alone small apartment to to maintain everything and it was very difficult she would we would have some grains sometimes but we had a lot of fruits and vegetables and we would like do this bottle them in like and pickle and do the juices Uh ourselves and that that was the majority of things that we would eat with a lot of bread because bread was never like uh, expensive Right. Uh, however, that also leads to you eat too much bread and too many potatoes, too much rice. It's also not mm-hmm. that good because right. it's cheap, right? But again, growing in that specific country with such good, amazing fruit and vegetables, amazing. Like I just came back from there. I seriously, I was eating probably two kilos of fruit every day. And that's big bags like of cherries and strawberries and like yeah. apples, everything, you know? Um, and I'm, I'm missing it. You know, I'm, I'm, I know that it's not just, it's not like that here. Um, but it's still possible to go to farmer's market and to buy clean stuff. It's so it's possible to order things online. We have stores like, uh, Trader Joe's and, and Whole Foods Mm -hmm. and some other stores that carry a lot of 
clean stuff not necessarily vegan but organic clean you know yeah that's one of the issues in the u.s of course is that the 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 healthy stuff is the expensive stuff too like, yeah but uh, i know for sure and trust yeah. me i've been said i've been told that a lot it, it was uh, even thrown Not to me it thrown to me by by a person that i never thought would say that but think about it this way when you go to a restaurant and you buy a steak how much you pay for that at a, a restaurant, lot. a lot. At a restaurant, yeah, at the restaurant, of course. Mm -hmm. Not when you cook it at home. Yeah. Uh, that's one. Second, the amount of pills that you buy when you feel sick, allergies, uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I take is I take seasonally vit vitamins. You know, and and that's it. I, you know, all the the amount of pills and um, medical bills that an average person has it's not even compared to what a vegan lifestyle gives you and you can better better invest in good food like that than in all the you know medicine and doctors and yeah. oh this hurts you know just to check on you med, med, let's be honest med, medical industry here in america is also not the cheapest so <laughs> even if you're insured yeah. and all of it you know so yeah yeah I only go to doctors like um, some, I have some really old doctors from like, I, I've been with them for years um, in my country. So whenever I go there mm -hmm. just to check and every time they, they laugh at me because they're like, it's all perfect. It's all the same. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it, you know? <laughs> like when they do the blood, uh, blood and stuff like that, check all your, your levels and yeah, they're like, you're fine. So, so, so what's the key to happiness? You. We've, we've talked about music as a form of therapy. We've talked about dogs. We've talked about a healthy diet. What, yeah. else, what else is the key to happiness to you? What are other things that bring joy it's very easy. anxiety for you? It's very easy. The key for happiness is accepting yourself and being true to yourself. Stop faking. Stop lying to yourself or to people around you because you will get lost sooner or later so be authentic yes you know i i do think you know some people shouldn't be authentic and here's my reason some people are not good people well and that's I don't... a different story they have to <laughs> they have to be authentic and they have to have people that will tell them hey this is wrong do some yeah. research on this because this is wrong but and obviously there are jerks there are incompetent people and like not smart people of course but still i prefer that than yeah they would fake for you and then you find them closer right. you know you find okay. out that they're oh that's how who you are really no 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 i get you yeah you don't want to be tricked or something i just sometimes i see like funny memes on instagram like i don't know if you're into astrology i happen to not be but uh i see like memes all the time that's like it's like some snotty like sarcastic meme that's trying to be funny and it's like well that's just because i'm an aries or because i'm a sagittarius like that's yeah. how we are mm -hmm. and i see stuff like that and maybe it shouldn't but it annoys me because i'm like so you're just going to be be this like way that honestly isn't a, a good thing yeah and that's just like, no, i'm just a sagittarius and that's how we are yeah. deal with it and stuff like yeah. that i'm just like what 
And that's not them being themselves, actually. That's them uh, getting this information from somewhere and, mm -hmm. and stick to it instead yeah. of actually, we are all so different. Even if, for example, I'm a Scorpio, let's say you're a Scorpio too. Men and females are different. It's different right. depending on the date and the time you were born. It's, it's called numerology. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to do with this sign. It's like you're putting yourself in this box, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I could don't even get me started on that stuff. But yeah, that's a, so that's interesting. But no, I definitely think being authentic. One thing I want to add before we we, we wrap up in a, a few or whatever is something that introverts maybe aren't going to like this answer. And I obviously I'm an introvert and I think you have some introvert qualities. Something that I found that actually makes me really happy is counterintuitive. It's okay. being social. Okay. Now, under the right conditions with the right people. Yes. However, absolutely. what I've found, honestly, when I'm, I like my alone time, I like my privacy. I think we've discussed that. And that's obviously very common amongst introverts and, and whatnot. But what I found is you can have too much of a good thing. Having yeah. too much alone time, too much uh, like you said, learning about yourself and developing yourself. Those are great things. And I've done yeah. one things for my career and, and personally because of that. But mm -hmm. I also, I truly believe I have hurt my own mental health Absolutely. by, by being too into myself by myself. So those are, I think those are two different things. So being alone and being lonely are two different things. Oh, sure. Never be lonely. Try right. as, as soon as you feel loneliness, like hovering above you and like, like, closing like the lid and like you're feeling super lonely mm -hmm. go out do something call a yeah. friend a family member yeah. socialize for sure yeah again with a comfortable environment and comfortable people 100 percent. it saved my skin too yeah I, I i and i still to this day it's a problem for me and i think like i said Part of it is who I am as like being introverted, but part of it is some social anxiety stuff too. It's complicated, but I honestly have been the lowest in my life when I escape to myself and stay away from people. And and, and, and introverts don't want to hear that. And I say that because I get the messages from people all the time yeah. uh, about this, that they think that being extrovert is like the wrong thing to do. A uh, being social is the wrong thing to do. We talked about putting yourself in a box. And I just want to tell people like on all my podcasts all the time, you have to socialize. I don't care who you are. It is the most human and yes. necessity. Yeah, you we need connection. It's we in our need, DNA. It, we are social animals. And if you have issues with that, including we'll my anyone it. else we'll work on it for we'll sure it, but yeah. the solution is to not not be social yeah. we have to find a way have to have a good do that. balance for both absolutely and yeah. that comes with age as well um you you understand that later um but yeah absolutely i totally agree and totally support this <sighs> okay any last any last uh tips or just kind of advice you have for anyone or anything it, it could it doesn't have to be about introversion yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. exactly i think actually considering what we've talked about and the topics we mentioned i think what i can say in concluding this which is something that um 
touches, you know, my career as well. Don't put people into boxes. Don't put labels on people. First of all, because you don't know their story. You don't know who they really are. Don't judge people just because of something. Mm -hmm. People cannot be necessarily, okay, if I'm a rock star, I have to have black hair, black eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't know, be a troublemaker, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, then not care about anything, eat meat, you know, or whatever. Who said yeah. that? Or or right. if you're an introvert, then you have to be like this mm-hmm. and not like that. Right. Life is so colorful. Open your eyes. Stop putting people in boxes. And you're so colorful. And honestly, <laughs> it's been it's been awesome talking with you. And I think everything you said is 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 on point. It's it's great advice. And thank you. You know, I I yeah, the whole kind of putting yourself in a box and putting others. Yes, it's it's problematic and it, it's self-limiting and it's not good for your mental health. And uh, that's a that's a whole big discussion, honestly. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's something hopefully that others can can really take to heart and and work on. I certainly need to as well. Uh, sounds like you've done a good job trying to. I, I am learning all that. the time. You know, I try yeah. to have my eyes open, which also is another thing. We live in a society of sleepwalkers and we just don't notice it, but we just get into our routine and we forget to learn. And uh, becoming vegan was something I learned. It's not, it wasn't my idea just like out of nowhere. I, you know, it came from watching some movies, uh, talking with some friends that were doing it already. I love, I get inspired by uh, the actions of other people or the world or the planet in general. Also fasting as well. Fasting is something that my guitar player is uh, doing a lot, like more than um, two years, I think. And I was fascinated and I was like, I want to try you. You will, you will find so much about yourself when you will try to do certain things that you never did before. So just being open your eyes. You don't have to try everything. You don't have to do anything I do or you do, you know, you just make those notes and be aware, you know, and when a friend tells you, Hey, I'm water fasting, don't laugh at them because it's, it's, it's ignorance. You're ignorant or you're ignorant saying you're going to get sick. I'm worried about you or something. Keep an eye instead of that person say, okay, right. all right, nice. Right. That's interesting. I never right. you know, heard about it. Sure. Can I check on you every day? That would be a great thing to say from a friend. Absolutely. You yeah. can check on me, yeah. you know, but it's just, it's um, so easy. Just open your eyes. I think that's that's great. Definitely, that's my advice too, to to uh, introverts who are trying to. Of course, I focus on introverts to some degree. Is just try new things, experiment, find some challenges, and and you'll grow from it. So that's, yeah. that's a great way to end this. I think I want to give you a, a moment. Is there anything you you want to promote, or you want people to check out any new songs, music, albums, events, anything you want? Not to yet. Know uh, yeah. We it's in a couple of months we will. Uh, start uh, with the new singles and everything. Just, you know, if you want to give it a try, uh, listen to everything that we already have online, which is super easy to find. Just Google it, really. And, yeah, our social media, everywhere, seriously. Um, Sometimes you would be surprised from 
how even a genre that you never considered can uh, pleasantly surprise you. Awesome, Lena. So everyone, go check out Lena Scissorhands. Check out Infected Rain, everybody. Give it a give it a listen. I think you're going to enjoy her music, especially if you if you are interested in in rock and in metal and those related genres. Thanks so much. Uh, Thank you, Lena. It's a pleasure. When you when your music does come out or new videos or anything, if you care to, feel free to message me. I'll put it okay. up on on my page and and, and give you free exposure just just to support <laughs> you. Uh, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I got your back and it's been a pleasure talking with you and I hope we continue to stay connected online. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun too. You have a good day. All right, Lena. Take care. Bye.